I'm Kerry Rowett, and this is the Align and Attract podcast, helping you to create your version of an aligned business. Let's dive into today's episode. Today, we're talking about dopamine and business alignment. And this is really about looking after the basics of you as we are growing or creating a business. And even though these things are basics. They are the types of things that we can very easily set to the side and deprioritize. And if you haven't found out already, you might in the future find out that it can create some problems for you. So we really want to tackle this head on and talk about these things. And if you need to create a plan to improve them, I'm going to help you to do that in this episode. So we're going to get into just a little bit of basic emotional theory. We're going to talk about the three parts of the emotional brain. We're going to talk about what it is that's happening when we might have those moments where we are overreacting or we're going into brain fog or our brains just don't seem to be functioning as well as we would like them to. We're going into overwhelm or, you know, getting into a really extreme or high emotional response in relation to our business. And then we're just going to loop that back into dopamine and how it is we can use these really basic ways of looking after ourselves to improve the dopamine levels in our body, in our brain, which then lead to our brains working better. So let's get into it. So with regards to the emotional brain, there are those three parts. So the first part is the reptilian brain, which is to do with eating, sleeping, reproduction, those real basics, and also you know, those fight flight responses that we might experience. The second part is the limbic system. This is the emotional center of the brain. And the third part is the prefrontal cortex. This is the thinking brain. So this is attention, it's decision-making, it is strategizing. It's all of those areas that you really want to be, you know, in when you are working on your business and you are figuring out how you're going to move forward and when you're responding to problems and challenges and uh, deciding how it is that you want to grow your business. So when um, we might go into those overreactions, uh, we can have this experience where the prefrontal cortex and the limbic system are just not communicating with each other very well. So we go into this reactive state and we can go into what's called an amygdala hijack. And that's when we can have this more extreme reaction to something where under normal circumstances, we would just be able to work that through. We would be able to just come up with a solution or we could put it into perspective or we could just feel calm and relaxed about it. We might be like, oh, that wasn't great, but I'm just going to take a break and I'm going to come back. So it's, you know, when we're operating at our best self, that's, you know, the kinds of ways that we might respond. But when we are not, then little things like, you know, a client's cancelled, you might have noticed you've got some unsubscribes or unfollows or just 
really quite little things like that. You might put something out and then you're like, oh, no one even responded to that or I got this really minimal response and you might turn that into something, feel really bad about yourself. Um, someone might tell you you're too expensive and then that puts you into a spiral or maybe you've got some tech issues and that causes you to feel, you know, really stressed and in a really negative way. So when we're overreacting to these kinds of things, then that might be a sign that we've gone into a little bit of an amygdala hijack. Maybe we're not accessing uh, the prefrontal cortex part of our brain as effectively as we might. So how does this link to dopamine? Well, dopamine is a key fuel for the prefrontal cortex, right? So this is um, the the hormone that helps us to really kind of stay in that well-regulated state so that we can um, experience things and respond in a really rational, well-thought-out kind of way. So what kinds of things help to increase our dopamine levels? Well, there's three I'm going to talk about today, and they are so simple, but they are the things that so many entrepreneurs, including myself, certainly in the early stages of my business, but even today, I can notice um, gaps in these areas, and I can see the way that affects my ability to think really clearly and really rationally to make really great decisions and to feel really balanced. So they are food, <laughs> exercise, and sleep. And let's go through each of those because I want you to do some reflection for you and notice how well you think you are looking after those really basic areas in your life at the moment and any changes you might like to make or any plans you might like to put in place for a busier time in your business or when you're going through something, for example, a launch, or you just know for whatever reason you're going to be under more pressure at a certain time, and how can you ensure you still get your really good nutrition, you still get some exercise, and you still get good sleep. So let's start off with food. So think about how that is for you at the moment. So do you like eat your regular meals at the moment and or do you tend to skip meals because that's something i've certainly seen for a lot of entrepreneurs over the years it's really easy to get so busy and then just to skip lunch or to start snacking and then of course the tendency is to snack on the wrong things or it comes towards dinner time and instead of stopping and preparing dinner and eating some really beautiful food it might be just working through and then just maybe getting takeaway or doing something that's really really quick and easy now of course if you do this once if you do this across one day it makes probably very little difference you're not going to have any kind of you know, really significant um, effects, more than likely. But if this becomes a pattern, then it can it can start to have a really detrimental effect. And certainly, if by the end of the day you're starting to find that you are you know, not reacting so well to things, you're finding it really hard to think things through, you're taking way too long to do an activity that really could be quite quick, or you know, you're having to plan something maybe you're planning some content and you're just not getting anywhere with it and um, it's maybe something to think about have I been eating well and then what kind of plans can I put in place whether it's for now or for busier periods so I'll just give you two quick examples of things that I have done 
and, and that I have found have helped and I hopefully these will just spark maybe different ideas for you. So um, one thing I have done when I have gone through busy periods or like having little children and not having a lot of time, sometimes I will have just planned to have a green smoothie as my lunch and I make sure it's got protein powder in it, it's got avocado, it's maybe got some nut butter, uh, it's got some different like supplement powders and things like that so that even if I don't eat anything else during that kind of lunch window, I know that I've had something that's got good nutrition in it. Um, another thing that we have done in our family is through kind of a busier period, again, just having little children, we um, ordered a meal delivery service. So not even like, you know, you make the food, it's actually pre-prepared meals and we've done that just for a period of time just when that window of time in the evening already preparing food for the kids don't need to worry about preparing a really balanced meal for us right at the moment even though that might change it just means we're not getting caught out where we might then just get takeaway or might have something less nutritious um, because all of a sudden it's gotten too late and it just feels like such a hassle to spend 30 or 40 minutes in the kitchen preparing something. Now, I'm not suggesting those are the things you should do. I'm just using those as examples. And I would love you to think about, is there something that I want to put in place for myself with my own nutrition? And you'll notice I am not specifying a specific kind of diet or any specific guidelines. You know you. You know what foods nourish you and you can make a plan around what is going to work best for you. So if you can see that's a gap, please just spend a little bit of time thinking about what might work for you so that you are getting adequate nutrition so that your brain is nourished and you can make really great decisions throughout the day. And you know, that green smoothie idea, I thought that was so like simple and basic, but I was often finding by about five o'clock, if my toddler was chesty and tired and grouchy, I could feel very similarly. And, but just putting in the green smoothie in the middle of the day, that diminished greatly. So of course it was probably becoming a bit of a ping pong effect, whereas like I was depleted as well and then couldn't respond in such a balanced way. So that's more of a family example, but of course we see it in our businesses as well. So food was the first thing. And I would also like just to add in there drinks. So please factor that in as well. Are you getting enough water? And then what other drinks are you having? If you're finding you're having a ton of coffee across the day, really think about, is that the best thing for me? And maybe if I am having too much coffee, what could I replace that with? So it could be buying some really nice herbal teas that you actually like or finding other drinks like cacao type drinks or matcha or just something else that appeals to you that is going to ensure that you're getting hydrated across the day. So we've got food. Exercise is the next thing. So think about that. Are you getting adequate exercise most days? So, okay, there might be a day here and there where you can't get so much exercise, but 
are you getting the right kind of exercise for you and are you getting enough of it? And it may be something that you need to schedule. So again, I'm not going to specify, obviously, what kind of exercise you should be doing or how much or anything like that. You need to decide that for yourself. Are you better when you're scheduling classes? Are you better when you just get up and go for a long walk or for a run each morning? Is it better for you to use an app? and to work through an exercise routine using an app where you can do it at home and it's flexible. What actually works for you? What makes you feel good? Because exercise creates lots of positive um, chemicals and, and hormones, as you would know, but one of those is dopamine. So it's going to help your prefrontal cortex to work more effectively so that you can make great decisions and feel really rational in your thinking and strategize and all of that kind of stuff across the day, across the week and be able to do that in a more consistent way. Finally, sleep. So think for you, how is your sleep at the moment? Are you getting you know, that seven to eight hours? Of course, some people say they don't need to have as much as that. The research seems to say that most people, in fact, do need seven to eight hours of sleep. So for someone who says, I get by on just this small amount or whatever, the research kind of says like it's actually only a very small percentage of people who do best on that. And if you're doing well on a small amount of sleep, you might do better on a little bit more, something to to consider anyway. So of course, if you've got very small children, your sleep might be disrupted. There may not be quite so much you can do about that however if that is the case of course you can go to bed earlier and give yourself the chance to get more sleep across the whole night even if it ends up being broken and of course you will also be aware that using technology um, before bed so in the hour before bed it the research says that even if you do not feel like it affects your sleep it actually does so uh, really good idea to put technology away, to stop working, to put your phone away for at least an hour before bed so that you have uh, less access to screen, but not just the actual screen, as well as the stimulation, of course, that you're getting so that you can get adequate rest. And I have been guilty before, especially during a busy time in my business of staying up late and working even to 11 or 12 at night, whatever, then sleeping terribly and not being at my best the next day. And it can be like a really kind of negative spiral. It feels really important to work on that that thing that you're working on, but then it has these kind of negative consequences and it's not a sustainable way to work, obviously. So sleep is the other thing. If you're getting good rest, that does help your dopamine levels, that does help your prefrontal cortex and for you to have that uh, clarity of thinking, which helps us to perform at our best in our business. So I would love to hear from you and any insights you have had. It's really interesting because sometimes with those basics, we're like, yeah, yeah, I kind of know that, but it's like, am I doing it? Are there tweaks I can make right now? And then can I observe the impact of those tweaks or maybe even solid changes on my well-being and on my mental state? So I would love to hear from you on my social media. You could come across to my 
uh, Instagram at Kerry Rowlett or my Facebook page at Awaken Kinesiology. Let me know how you get on. And another thing you might like to have a look at is my book, Align and Attract. If you kind of like that process of going through and thinking about things and analyzing where it is that you are doing really well in certain aspects of your business alignment and perhaps where you can make some changes, in my book, uh, the character Anna, she goes through that process and there are reflective questions at the end of every chapter. So Anna had to go through this kind of stuff in the book to figure out you know, how she was going to improve those aspects for herself and what kinds of changes she specifically made. So you then reflect on what kinds of changes would I like to make. So if you want to go further with that process, you might like to have a look at my book. But thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to speak with you next time. This was episode three of the Align and Attract podcast with Kerry Rowett. And you can find all of the relevant show notes over at alignandattract.com slash blog slash three. If you would love to further enhance your energy and elevate and uplift your energy, I would love to support you to do that. I have created a group Reiki healing on the theme of refresh, and you can find that over at alignandattract.com slash refresh. I would love to hear how you go with it, and I cannot wait to connect with you next time. Thank